Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so honored and excited to be here with you today. And this message is heavy on my heart because it sings, it's different things that I myself have been personally experiencing. So when you feel yourself going down a rabbit hole of thought that doesn't serve you, okay? I'm talking about depressive thoughts, feelings of unhappiness, feelings of being stuck, Um, you know, different symptoms of this is wanting to sleep, being like, I don't even want to be here right now. I would rather just try and sleep it off. Like I definitely have found myself being like, oh, I wish I didn't have X, Y, and Z going on so I could just lay down and shut the world out, you know, or if you have tendencies with marijuana or other addictions and you find yourself wanting to check out and just get stoned. I have had a relationship with marijuana for a long time. I haven't been smoking it in months or consuming like, you know, any type of THC products. I'm a big fan of CBD, but I realized how much I was using THC to escape. And I have found myself over the past couple days wanting to just check out, wanting to get stoned. Um, You know, another way that this shows up is wanting to just overeat, you know, feeling like you could drink eight cups of coffee and it wouldn't do anything. Okay. And so I'm just being very open and honest with you guys that This stuff still comes up for me, and when it does, I got to pull all the tools out of my toolbox and out of my tool belt because I know how to manage it, but it still hits. It still is hard, you know, and it's like this desire, and I can feel it. It's this desire for pleasure, right? I want food to satisfy me. I want, you know, especially like masturbation. If you find yourself wanting to just masturbate and lay in bed and not see the world, you know, it's the body's desire for pleasure. And this is stuff with the sacral chakra as well. You know, this feeling of not being able to sense the joy in life and the world and wanting to create some of it, some joy, some pleasure, something to feel fucking something, right? Have you ever had that experience where you're like, I, I don't feel anything. I feel numb. Um, I definitely have, you know, and so I want to share with you ways that I shift, you know, and, and am able to pivot and do a little U-turn before going down that rabbit hole. You know, there were times in the past before I started doing this work and before I started doing personal development and was exposed to it and kind of emotional healing, emotional regulation, I would let one day of this send me into two weeks of a depressive state. You know, I would I would let it build momentum, you know, and I've mentioned before, like, find the train, slow it down, turn it around. And this is exactly what this is. When you feel yourself wanting to check out, wanting to numb out, wanting to avoid things, I'm going to share with you how I am able to process and work through that. And, you know, I'm a human being just like you. I have off days. I have days where I don't feel like doing the things that I've committed to doing, right? You know, there's a reason why I teach stuff around emotional intelligence and overcoming sabotage and self-doubt and procrastination. It's because it I severely struggled with it, okay? And I was able to really hide it from a lot of people by just secretly carrying this heavy weight. And so I want to kind of share things that 
really helped me shift my mood. So let's talk about emotions, okay? So emotions are energy in motion. And we can feel different emotions that are building up momentum in different directions, right? You know, one thing happens that maybe you get a comment from a family member or someone at work, and it starts to send you into a spiral of other thoughts. Maybe it starts triggering past events where you feel like, oh, they're right, I am not enough, or I'm not good at X, Y, Z. And so... We get to check in with our senses. So if we know that 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 emotions are energy in motion, we need to allow them to continue to move because when they get stuck, that's when we feel, you know, like we're stuck. When we aren't allowing emotions to move through us, but we are harboring them and protecting them and trying to stay safe from feeling them. But on accident, we end up suffering and making it way worse. You know, Um, there's this quote, I love it so much that the suffering... Suffering is created when we are in opposition with what is. So if there's things in our life that we don't like and we're mad about it and we're keep, you know, repeating it in our mind like it shouldn't be this way, it wasn't supposed to happen that way, or on an introspective level, I shouldn't be feeling this way. I I'm supposed to be doing X, Y, and Z. I'm supposed to be feeling fine. What is happening? You know, we are in opposition with what is. So the first step is getting clear on how you are actually feeling in the most specific way that you can, you know, so opening up your journal, journal is essential to being able to get out of our head and get into our body a little bit and bring ourselves back down to earth whenever we are disassociating or avoiding something by trying to experience some type of feeling um, to stay out of our bodies because there's something that was triggered that makes it feel like it's not safe to be here. I need something else to give me a feeling of satisfaction because we aren't feeling that on our own. So, um, I mean, I'm going to share with you the four M's that really help me with moving the energy in the body, which is basically moving and feeling through emotions, okay? So the first M is meditation. And meditation can be really difficult when we're in this state. And so you can even lay down and put on some sound healing. You can go to YouTube and just search sound healing, sound bowls, gongs. Gongs are incredible. Lay down, put your earphones in and allow music to help move some emotions and just focus on breathing, right? You focus on breathing. You can, you might cry, you might feel nothing, but it will make some type of energetic shift because it's connecting you to meditation. And then the other thing is music, put on music, especially music that you really enjoy. Maybe it's music that's kind of sad, but it allows for some of those emotions to move through so you can start to feel whatever it is your ego is trying to protect you from, right? That's where the avoidance or the seeking for food or getting high or alcohol or things starts to come in is it's avoiding something. So we have meditation, we have music. Music is huge, right? Because if it's just silent and you're just with your thoughts, our thoughts can run rampant sometimes and all of a sudden take us down trains of thought that we don't need to go down and it's self-deprecating. So put on some high vibe music or put on some music that you know is going to help move some emotions, okay? The other one is movement. Um, Something that I do almost every day, but especially the days when I am just feeling... I'm feeling a sense of loneliness or a sense of insecurity. I will go outside and put my face in the sun, put my arms up in the air in a power pose. There's actually a lot of 
research around um, the physiology of our body. Because have you ever noticed when you feel depressed, you just want to curl up in a ball and turn the lights off, right? It's almost like returning to the womb and that feeling of safety. Our body, our nonverbal cues of our body signal that to us. It's, I want the safety of my bed. I want to get small because we're feeling small. And so I will use my body to help instruct my mind and emotions of how I want to feel. I'll go out in the sun, put my arms up in the air, kind of in this like starfish, standing starfish pose. And I just feel the sun on my face. I feel the sun on my face. I feel the warmth of it. Maybe it's a little cold outside, um, but I feel the sensation of it. And I remind myself that I'm alive and I'm here and I'm doing the best I can. And when I have my arms up, I... I will often repeat in my mind, I am, I can. I am, I can. I am, I can. I am, I can. And I repeat that over and over to myself like, you know, a a mantra, an affirmation. And that's actually the fourth M, it's mantras. So we got music, meditation, movement, and mantras. Those are the four M's that really help me with moving and keeping those emotions in motion. You know, emotions are energy in motion. And so we feel stuck when we are suppressing feeling what it is that we need to feel. And there might be a lot of fear there, right? You know, and so another thing that really helps me is putting pen to paper in my journal and just simply writing the question, you know, Kelsey, what are you avoiding feeling? What is the feeling that you're avoiding? And allow yourself to just continue to write, continue to write, even if you're like, I'm not sure what it is, but if I had to guess, <laughs> you know, let your, just give yourself that space to check in with yourself of what am I feeling right now? You know, if it's like, I'm feeling kind of depressed or I'm feeling disassociated or I'm feeling like I want to check out or I'm feeling like I just can't today, you know, get descriptive. Like I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling grief. I'm feeling annoyed, you know, get specific on what it is that you're feeling and then ask like, what emotions am I avoiding feeling? Because maybe you know how you're feeling, but what's below the surface? What is it that you are avoiding feeling? You know, what is the fear there? You know, uh, and a lot of the times, and when I do this, it's like fear of failure or fear of abandonment, especially when I start to get close with different people and friends or just the fear of people leaving, you know, the fear of abandonment. I'm afraid to be alone. So then it's kind of this aha moment for me when I'm like, oh my God, am I lonely? Is that what this feeling is? I'm lonely. And and it's interesting when we start to realize what it is that we're actually feeling and wanting more of, The brain loves to be like a problem solver. So all of a sudden, you'll start to think of ways to reconnect with people or reconnect with yourself, reconnect with something to kind of aid in that feeling of loneliness. Because loneliness is definitely a self-interpreted feeling. Because whenever we're feeling lonely, we're all of a sudden feeling sad. And then all of a sudden, we're wanting to isolate, which perpetuates this cycle, right? And so I have, for me, what really helps is when in doubt, focus out when I'm, because I, I'm a giver at heart. I'm, I'm a lover. I want to help and provide and help people's lives be easier. You know, even in my personal relationships, I'm like, Ooh, what can I do for them to make their life a little bit easier? That's like acts of service is a big part of my love language. So when in doubt, focus out, who have you not talked to in a while? 
like call a friend, pick up the phone and call a friend. And it allows you to put yourself to the side for a moment and just focus out on loving someone else. It reminds you of the capacity for love that you have in your body and in your mind and in your heart and the the being of who you are. And it also allows you to just reconnect with someone, right? Just even if someone doesn't answer, send people a text message. You'd be like, hey, I've been thinking about you. How are you? Sending you some love. Focus out. It will remind you who you are. It'll remind you that you're not alone. And it'll remind you that emotions can be moved. They're not meant to stay anyways. It's energy in motion. And when those energy points get stuck or trapped, this is when we start to have physical physical ailments, right? Like your lower back will start hurting, your neck will start hurting, your stomach will start hurting, your legs will start hurting if we are not allowing these emotions to move through us. You're like, I've had certain situations where I've mourned for something that happened like four years later and I had no idea it was still so active and living in my body. And so It's okay if all of a sudden you find yourself upset or crying or grieving for something that happened a long time ago. The way that I like to look at this is you've reached a point in your journey, in your self-love journey, that you're able to face it and heal it. Because maybe in the past it was so big and it was so scary that the brain will sometimes black out experiences or you know, file away and shove different experiences in the corner in order to keep us safe because it knows we can't handle it. And so it's a natural part of personal development and the healing journey that past traumas start to come up, past experiences where there's regret, past experiences where you're wondering and questioning if you did the right thing or if it was okay, or I wish I would have done something differently. And this is where we get to anchor in radical compassion and love for the past versions of ourself. Um, On the podcast episode yesterday, I kind of teared up. You know, I cried a little bit thinking about that version of me that was in so much pain, that was pushing and running uphill and exhausted and trying and just feeling very much like a shell of a human. Like I didn't feel my depth of my joy, my soul. I was just in a complete survival state. You know, and you're allowed to have love and compassion for those past versions of yourself and just keep asking yourself, like, what did I learn through that process? What did I learn about myself? And really giving yourself permission to forgive yourself. Like, I am in the process of forgiving myself for that. This is a beautiful quote. It's a beautiful saying, and it's really important. I need you to hear it. I didn't know then what I know now. And if I would have known then what I know now, I would have done something differently. We are always making a different decision based on the information that we have. And some of the worst experiences of my life, I'm so grateful for because it showed me who I am. And sometimes it showed me what I want by giving me what I don't. And it's a process that's called clarity through contrast. When we have events in our life that are contrasting, right? They are aggravating. They don't feel good. They are not what we want. It is our job to take the time to write, okay, I do not want, like for example, I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be depressed. What I recommend is taking a piece of paper, putting a line down the middle, and on the left side in individual sentences, just unload everything that you don't want. Go, I give you permission to go down the rabbit hole to just unload like 
mind free, uh, judgment free mind dump. Okay. Like let it all out, all the things you don't want. And then you're going to go through each one on the right side and you're going to ask, what do I want instead? And so it's like, I don't want to be alone. Okay. Well, I want to feel the love of the people around me. Right. So both of those things are true, but it's like the flip side of the coin. You know, I don't want to be broke. I want to be able to pay my bills with ease. I don't want to be depressed. I want to feel my feelings and feel grounded and centered. You know, I want to feel joy. Um, and then you can go through all those things that you have on the right side. Once you rephrase and, and reframe each one of those things you don't want, you are finding the clarity that you need through the contrasting events in your life. There's no magic pill. There isn't just all of a sudden that will something that will make us feel better. We have to process our shit. We have to go to those places that we don't want to go. And trust and know in every cell of your being that you are loved and infinitely supported. And whenever you feel like, I don't know why this part of me is doing this, it's oftentimes the inner child having a temper tantrum because they don't feel seen, heard, and loved. Whenever our inner child is feeling neglected or is feeling embarrassed or feeling ashamed, it wreaks havoc on our life because the temper tantrum that's happening inside starts sabotaging the things happening in our adult life our adult life. So, you know, thinking about, okay, if my inner child was here with me right now, what would she need? If I were to connect with her, you know, she probably just needs, or he just needs to be told, like, I love you. You're safe. I will protect you. I will protect you. Because if there's a little kid that was with you, that was super scared, you would tell them that like, it's okay. We're safe. I got you. I'm not going to put you in danger. And if something happens, we will figure it out. And you get to have that level of compassion with yourself that you would have with a child. Okay. So another thing that's just kind of a side note, but it really helps me get back into my body whenever I feel my mind going down different rabbit holes is essential oils, especially peppermint. Peppermint like, whoa, wakes you up. I like to put it on the back of my neck and just taking deep breaths. And it, it, it's such a stimulating, strong smell that you will feel, um, a little bit more checked into your body, right? It starts to curve the disassociating that often happens when we start to feel depressed. Um, so I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. It's a it's not super long, but it's it's an important message. And I want you to know you're not alone. So whenever you're feeling lonely, it's it's the part of you that's afraid, that doesn't want to be a bother to other people. So you just like, oh, I need to deal with this on my own. But you're allowed to reach out to people that you trust and you're allowed to sit with it, right? And be like, what is coming up for me? What is it that I'm avoiding? What is it that I'm actually feeling? And the whole time it's like, I love you anyways. I love you. I love you. I love you. I am. I can. I am. I can. And just ask yourself, like, what do I need to do to be proud of myself today? And imagine that it's a child, right? Not like the inner critic adult self that's like, you better do 5,000 things on your to-do list, clean the house and blah, blah, blah. No, if it was a child, you're like, okay, you got to show up for the things that you've already committed to, right? But what do you need to be proud of yourself? And make sure that it is a realistic standard of 
being proud. Like imagine it being a close friend or a sister or a family member, you know, that's an easy way to check yourself if you're being unrealistic and harsh on yourself is do the standards you have for yourself, are they the same standards that you would put on someone else? You know, would you demand that someone else can't feel proud of themselves until they do X, Y, and Z? You know, so kind of remember to check in with, are you treating yourself with the same love and compassion that you treat your friends and family? Um, and I know some, it's hard to even think about other people when we're feeling in a depressed state, but you get to remember that it is temporary and you are in the in a, in a process right now and that we can shift our mood with the four M's meditation, music, mantras, and movement, but you got to do them, right? You got to pick up the pen and put it on paper. You got to go outside and put your face in the sun. Even if you need to take a walk around the block, like you got to open up your body instead of getting into that fetal position, right? You get to put on music and allow emotions to start to move through you. Dancing is incredible. Like oftentimes if I'm feeling in a funk and I put on like something really moody and I start dancing, tears will start to flow. And we want the tears to flow because when tears are flowing, that is our evidence that the emotions are in motion. You are releasing them. You are allowing that stagnant energy in the body to be released through tears. It can be released through laughter. It can be released through screaming in a pillow, but we need to have that emotional release. Um, and we can also be able to transform some of those emotions, right? But we got to give ourselves space and time. We can't be impatient with ourselves when we're in the ebb. So we have the flow and the ebb, the ebb and flow. Sometimes we're in flow, sometimes we're in ebb. And we get to recognize it and we don't get to judge ourselves. We get to love ourselves through the process and know, okay, this is where I'm at right now. Something's coming up for me to heal and I'm not going to avoid it. I'm going to give myself the space I need and it's okay, right? And keep in mind, naps are great, okay? Naps are wonderful because it stops all the resistance happening in our mind and allows us to sleep because when we wake up, we feel differently, okay? But if you find yourself wanting to sleep for like five hours in the middle of the day, yeah, okay, let's let's check in with that and go outside and get yourself some vitamin D. You need some sunshine. You know, are you drinking water? Make sure that you drink a bunch of water, like four, five, six, seven cups a day. Whenever you're finding yourself wanting to overeat, drink a big cup of water. If you find yourself wanting to check out and drink alcohol, drink a big cup of water. And as you're drinking it, imagine it's like holy water. Like you're like, this water is healing and I'm healing and I'm strong and I'm powerful. I am, I can, I am, I can, I am, I can. And just trust that these emotions are moving through you to guide you towards more of what you want. Because when we know what we don't want, we know what we do want. Remember the clarity through contrast exercise. So I've given you some of the tools that really help me um, when I find myself in these states so I can be able to bounce back within just a day or two instead of letting it go down like a week or two weeks. And we also get to check in with our hormones. You know, if you're a woman, do you know what stage of your cycle you're in? Um, Because when we know the stage of our cycle, we can eat different foods to support that. We can be more familiar as to, okay, I'm feeling this way because my estrogen and progesterone is dropping. Um... I use the app called My Flow, and that's what's really helped me with seeing those stages of my cycle and the rhythms. 
because there's the ebb and there's the flow and it's okay to be in either one. Obviously one feels better than the other, but we get to trust that we're in the process of creating flow. We're in the process of coming back to our heart. We're in the process of rebuilding our confidence. We're in the process of making ourselves proud. We're in the process of loving ourselves unconditionally. We're in the process of reaching out for help. We're in the process of receiving love and guidance from the universe. I am, I can. All right, guys, I love you so much. I hope you have the most wonderful weekend. Um, I am Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. Um, If this episode resonated with you, send me a DM on Instagram. I have a free intentions prompt. If you haven't gotten it already, just DM me the word intentions, and I will send it to you over Messenger. You can find me at Kelsey Lowe Show, and I will put my link in the show notes as well. So I'm Kelsey and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast and I will see you on the next episode.